Amen. We take our text from Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 and 20. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always even unto the end of the world. Amen. These were some of the last words given by Jesus Christ when he was here on earth. And these words contains the great commission, part of which is the water baptism ordinance. In other words, as an organization, we are doing what the Lord has commanded us to do. Uh, and I'm glad to be part of this organization that does not just read or teach the word, but do it. And that, I think, is the secret of our blessing. That is why God hears and answers our prayers. And God will continue to bless us. Uh, during the week, a brother once said, when we do anything, go to the Bible, you will find it there. That means God has helped and is helping us to do that which the Lord has commanded. And just as he has commanded us to go and preach the gospel and baptize the nation, we are doing exactly what he has uh, uh, asked us to do. And for as long as we obey his word, his blessings will be ours in Jesus' name. Water baptism is a physical demonstration of the spiritual proof of dying to sin and rising up to righteousness. It is an expression that we identified with Christ in his death and his resurrection. If we look at uh, Romans chapter 6, verse 3 to 7, says, Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized unto his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, or even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Verse 7, for he that is dead is free from sin. Water baptism represents the need for our sin to be washed clean. It represents the truth that our old person is gone and a new one comes. If we look at 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 5 verse uh, 17, it tells us that the old man 
passes away and a new man comes. And that is uh, water baptism is a symbolic act of the death, burial, and resurrection, and this can only be done by immersion. I know we've heard of many that does water baptism, maybe through sprinkling, but that is not what the Word of God has told us. Because of what baptism means, it requires that we go under the water, which represents the death and burial, but also represent the death of our own natural self. Then we come out of this water, which represents the resurrection and the newness of a new life of righteousness. Can everyone be baptized? Who are those qualified to be baptized or to be water baptized? Once we are saved from our life of sin, we are qualified. Uh, many do believe that baptism can save a sinner. But the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22, that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission for sin. No amount of water can wash away the sin. But it is only through the blood of Jesus. And that is why we are required to do the first thing first. Rather than believing that when you are baptized, then your sins are forgiven. No, you have to repent of your sins. And the blood of Jesus washes you clean. Then you can now be baptized. When we do the first thing first, the blessing will follow. Uh, we can confirm this uh, in when Peter said in Acts chapter 2 verse 38 that repent and be baptized, not baptize and repent. That shows that we have to repent from our life of sin before we are qualified to be baptized. John the Baptist, when he was preaching in the wilderness, was also preaching the message of salvation and was emphasizing the need for repentance before baptism. And uh, that also can be confirmed in Acts chapter 8, verse 36 to 38, when uh, uh, Philip was with the Ethiopian eunuch. While he was uh, explaining the word of God to him, and they were taking a walk along, he saw water, and he said, what prevents him from being baptized? But Philip made a point. He said, it is on the condition that if all that we have been saying, if you believe it, then you can move to the next step. And the eunuch said, yes, I believe. That shows that repentance comes before baptism. Water baptism is very important. Hence, Jesus was our example. He didn't need to repent because he was perfect and without sin. And he took part in the water baptism, which is uh, a good example to us, we could see the presence of the Trinity. God the Father was there, God the Spirit was there, and Jesus, God the Son, they were all there, confirming the right, doing the right thing. And that gives us joy as an organization that whenever at any point in time, God opens an opportunity for us to carry out this ordinance, we are assured that God the Father 
God the Holy Spirit, God the Son, all of them are present in our midst. And because they were present, His power came down. And that is what is going to be our portion this moment. Because we are doing that which is right before the Lord, His blessings will come down and bless every soul in Jesus' name. Taking part in water baptism is a great privilege. And I congratulate those of you who are making use of this opportunity. It is a great opportunity and we do not want to uh, play with it. We do not want to see it as a ritual. We should see it as if we are uh, we, we have been given that privilege to participate in what God has commanded. What, how happy are we going to be when we are doing the will of God? I am so happy that I am a part of the fellowship that is doing God's will. And once you do God's will, the blessings will follow. Are there benefits in taking part uh, in water baptism? Yes. There are lots of benefits. I remember when I was going to take uh, uh, part, uh, do my water baptism, we were told to uh, fold our hands. I was so, I mean, I was afraid because I, I don't know how to swim. And I was going to get into the water. My consolation was that, okay, whatever happens, I will use my hand to hold my nose so that water does not go in and the other one to block whichever ear I can block. And while I was contemplating and I was afraid of that, I got there to worsen the fear. I was told I was going to put my hands this way. And I said then, which hand will I use to protect this? But within me, while I was afraid, something said, why are you afraid of water getting to you? After all, you are going to die. So why are you afraid? But die to carnality, not the physical death. And that brought my mind down. I said, okay, God is with me. I am going to this water as, uh, I mean, with my carnality to be buried. And when I come out, God was going to give me that boldness to be able to stand and tell others the gospel. And that was exactly what happened. No matter what fear is, I can assure you, God is going to give you the spirit of boldness. One of the benefits is that you have the joy that you are partaking in the, uh, the ordinance that the Lord has ordained. What joy is more than that? That one is, is, is part of the fellowship of what the word of God is doing, you will be happy. And that is why uh, John thirteen seventeen says, If you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. We are happy to be part of uh, this ordinance, we are happy to partake about it. We are happy to, 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 to enjoy the blessings that comes along with it. And these blessings will go with us forever. I pray that the Lord, as many as are looking forward to a special uh, service as this and want to be part of it, may God open the way. And we know the blessings that is attached to it will be ours in Jesus' name. Once again, congratulations and God bless you.